They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard I never took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns Bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell A block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes and move a seven Pure snow, bag it then watch it go Yo, what's up everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby And you're now listening to The Powercast Episode 20 And we're going to be talking about Power Season 4, Episode 9. And I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How you doing, Rich? What's up, listeners and viewers? How's it going, Gary? It's going good, thanks. And we're also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How you doing, Dana? Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited to talk about this episode. Oh yeah, definitely excited because this was a major episode. A lot happened. Um, yeah, uh, I've been on uh, vacation for a little while, so you know I didn't get to watch it as many times as I wanted to. But you know, I remember most of what happened, and I made small notes, um, not as detailed as usual. But you know, we'll get to it. Um, so we're we're gonna do this a bit different. We're just gonna talk through the events gradually, like as we go along. So. Um, obviously, you know, there was a big death at the end of the episode, so we'll get there eventually because there's a lot to say regarding that. But um, first of all, I want to talk about some of the other things that happened. So um, I'm going to start with the Renz Tate's character. Um, so, yeah, we see, you know, he uh, he calls out Stern for the contract that he, you know, he took out with Jamie and everything. And he makes it so that Jamie gets you know he gets what he should should get he should make financially from the deal that he has with stern and then you know once um jamie is successful and everything moves along um tate introduces the character that was on the streets before so we obviously get the sense that tate is up to something he's dirty and he has some sort of you know agenda and he's kind of using jamie now um and the business that he has with stern so what did you guys make of you know tate and that scene that happened um throughout this episode rich you got any thoughts on that well uh i i mean i i mean i believe we had this discussion before and definitely saw this character basically had something something to him something more to him that is a little, little bit dirty I just got that feeling from the way that when they introduced him and I figured, you know, it seems like everybody in this show has like, they play like an alternate character as well. So I wasn't surprised when I did find out this. And obviously we, we still need to figure out more details as to what exactly it is that he all does that is illegal. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I knew from the minute that they introduced and they had that whole exchange at the end, I was like, yeah, I knew that this character Something wasn't right about him, um, so I, I wasn't too surprised to, to see that. <laughs> yeah, I think he played his part well. He played it smooth. He seemed like you know at first he seemed like he had Jamie's best interests, you know, at heart and everything. Um, but 
the fact that he wasn't kind of letting on to what he really wanted, um, I guess, you know, that planted the seeds in our minds that he, he he's probably, you know, planning something in the long run. Um, and then, you know, we kind of see that play out towards the end. Um, Dana, you got any thoughts on Tate and what may happen next with his character? Yeah, I don't exactly um, trust Tate. I think he's going to be one of those characters in for a little bit longer. I don't... Everything seems very uncomfortable about him. So I think that this is going to be, you know, some type of form of backstabbing, something that's not going to be entirely truthful with this character. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. I'm intrigued. Um, I think they, I think, you know, the, the, the writers handled his character well. Um, he had that mystique to him. And like now I'm just, you know, even more interested to see what's going to happen with him in the long term now. Um, and what it means, what that one scene meant. Um, but yeah. Uh, any more thoughts on Tate before I get to the next question? No, I'm no, just just curious to see where they take the character. Obviously, I think he'll have a bigger role in season five because I know when they announced that Lorenz Tate was joining the cast, they had emphasized he would be there for uh, the next season. So my guess is that he'll have a bigger role in, in what's to come from here on out. Am I the only one who kind of hates his name? I think it's so corny to name characters after someone in real life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like his name is Lorenz Tate. So really, we're going to go with Tate as his name? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess that makes it easy. Makes it easy for the actors to remember, I guess. This <laughs> <laughs> is so corny. It's lazy. I didn't I didn't like it. Oh, yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, it, it, it's it's all right. He'll be he'll be okay. He'll be all right. What? Remember the thing, I think, didn't Tate reveal to Dre that he was one of the young kids that was saved from the neighborhood? Yeah, that was that was another interesting point because, yeah, he did bring out Dre. Is, that, to me, is how, you know how you can tap into somebody emotionally in order to hook them? <laughs> and I think by that, oh, you saved me when I was a kid, you know, thank you. You automatically would gravitate towards that character. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how you get someone, you know, in order to that, you want to do that betrayal and make them seem like, I think that is how L- uh, Lorenz or uh, Richard is going to um, get a hold of, of Dre or Jamie or somebody. That's how he's going to be able to get the, get his hooks on them. Do you think he's working with Dre? Because, you know, we know that um, Dre, he did a lot this episode as well in terms of, um, you know, Dre. Right? Um, I think, I think that he could be working with Dre, but I think it would be even wonderful as a, as a viewer if it was a double cross. You know, to cross Jamie and to cross Dre. Right. So I see it as that. And also, remember, we don't, Ghost doesn't like surprises. So this kind of to me, I think, remember Ghost kind of was like aggressive, so he felt ambushed about this whole thing. Yep. The moment, I don't exactly know what, I know that for me, Tate does not seem to be like a character that we can trust, 
My thing is, I don't know if he's trying to pull the wool over Jamie, not over Jamie or over Dre, or it just could be both. And he's out for himself. So yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. yeah. Rich, you got any thoughts? Do you think he's in cahoots with Dre or is he acting on his own behalf? Do you think? I actually did start to think that perhaps he, he may be working with Dre uh, or maybe pushed in that direction. Just based on the fact that now Dre is going to have to try and get the uh, Bassett Hotel stuff to also work in his favor. So he's doing a lot of different business, just trying to make sure that he is the one that benefits most. So, my guess, whoa, whoa, whoa. My guess is that, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, like you both said, uh, it could be a situation where Tate is playing them both. But, um, I think, uh, again, with the whole thing of Dre and the fact that this character is coming into his own, I think if he is working with Dre, well, then that definitely will be more impactful to Ghost than anything else. Because as you already said, Ghost doesn't like surprises. Um, so that'll be kind of interesting to see how that plays out. But uh, it's probably too early to tell at this particular moment in time. Uh who he is actually going to play first if he if he is only trying to play one or the other or both. But uh, we'll see what happens from here on out. Well, this is also what I'm wondering is, okay, so Ghost doesn't like surprises, right? And Dre knows that Ghost doesn't like surprises and he acknowledged that he doesn't like surprises. So my thing is maybe Tate is ambushing Dre as well. Yeah, yeah, so you mean like, like it's definitely you, possible. So you mean like, you mean like he's ambushing Dre on his own behalf, so you like he You know how you force your way into something? Mm-hmm. And you like you just all right, fine, and you just cave in and you give in. So maybe, you know, Dre caved in to Tate. And maybe Dre doesn't want him there as well. Because he says to Ghost, I understand, I feel you. Remember when Ghost was like, I don't like surprises. What are you doing? Yeah. And so he agreed with him. So it can also be viewed that Dre could be, you know, ambushed by Tate as well. And he doesn't want him there. And it's like some weird thing that maybe Tate has something on Dre. Or maybe Tate is just one of those weird you know, I want to be a part of the club as well type people that you can't shake. So or then again, it could... Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Carry on. Oh, I mean, it could be that or it could, in a way, also just be an act and Dre is really trying to set up Jamie again with Tate. Right. So with, with your first point, do you think it, it could be a case of... um So like Dre puts in all of this work to take over the drug game and everything. And then Tate just kind of swoops in and, you know, steals it from Dre is, do you, do you feel like that and could I be a scenario? Like that because it's, it's clearly everyone's out for themselves. Mm-hmm. That would be an interesting so, dynamic if that happened. Um, yeah, it'll it, be interesting to see how that plays out. Cause we know these three characters know each other. And they have some sort of rapport with each other. So I'm interested in seeing how that plays out. 
But um, since we're already talking about Dre, um, what did you guys think of him in this episode? The way he just kind of took charge and executed his plan, you know, the plan that he's kind of had for a while now. And he just completely alienated Tommy from everything. Like, do you feel like he, he played his cards well in the episode? Um, go ahead, Dana. Yes and no. You know I'm already, I'm Team Dre, no matter what. But I feel that Tommy is a loose cannon. And if Tommy thinks that something is wrong, even when it doesn't have to be anything wrong, he will go off. And I think that by isolating Tommy, it can also hurt Dre as well. So because it'll cause Tommy to have suspicions about things. So I wouldn't necessarily, if I was doing it, I wouldn't necessarily isolate Tommy completely. And you have to execute your plan and do what it is, whatever it is you're going to do in, in the darkness. But once the light time and, you know, Tommy's there, you got to at least put up some kind of front. So that was my issue. Uh, I think, like, I don't think there was any, like, he couldn't go much further without you know, alienated Tommy, I think, because Tommy would have always been that boss. He would have always tried to keep Dre in line. So at some point, you know, there was going to be a breaking point where, um, you know, they they had to separate, like either they tried to kill each other or whatever, like because Dre, we know Dre wants the number one spot and Tommy was the number one guy in the drugs at that point. So that kind of had to happen. Like it was like inevitable. I just feel like it was um, it was interesting how it happened, um, and uh, well, we're gonna get to Tommy eventually because I, you know, had some stuff I wanted to discuss about Tommy specifically. But staying with Dre for the moment, um, I feel like he, you know, he really put together his plan well, and I am quite surprised that they haven't been suspecting him already. Um, there was actually a scene where he was talking to Tommy, and Tommy kind of zoned out. And I thought maybe in that scene, Tommy kind of put the pieces together in his mind and figured out it was Dre. But I don't know, maybe he was just really high or something. Who knows? But um, yeah, like Dre, he's been working in the dark this entire series. And it's like we just saw his entire plan kind of play out. Um, and, you know, we even see Kanan is trying to, you know, because um, Kanan always kind of had some authority over Dre previously like he can just step in at any moment and rough Dre up and get what he wants from him but you know in this episode he kind of took it upon himself to try and get Kanan killed so Dre is being very bold right now and he definitely wants that top spot and it seems like he's not gonna let anything get in the way right now I don't view him as being completely bold because remember he's trying to stop a war at the same time but the reason he was trying to stop the war is so that he can benefit from it. Like, so that he can, I don't know. you know. At the same time, if you have a war, can't you also still be the last man standing if there is a war? But he wants, like, he doesn't, because he wants to work with the people that Tommy was going to war with. So it's not like, you know, he doesn't want to go to war with them as well because he feels like he can work with them. So. I don't know. I don't. Uh, yeah. I just the fact that he did it because Tommy is a hothead. That's my only thing. Yeah. So I mean, like, 
do you feel like there's um Dre has a long future in the show then? Like is he gonna stand um, the test of time right now? Do you think? Like is he gonna Right Okay, yeah. at this very moment, I think yes that he would, but at this very moment, you know when you have that moment in your life where you're like, I'm not sure I can survive this? I think mm-hmm. that is this moment right now. Because you have Tommy who's a little bit crazy, right? And then you have him trying to stop a war, him regretting the whole situation with killing Julio. So, you know, I think that that right now they just Dre needs to regroup with himself. And it's just a little, a lot of things is happening at the moment and he needs to just regroup. So right now, I th- he needs a breather. But I do see him in the long run being able to tackle this. But he just needs to think and that I don't, he, I don't want him to react too quickly. And that's what I think that I, for me, I got from this episode was he was reacting a little bit too quickly. And Tommy's crazy. Yeah, I, don't, so. I don't think there's any going back for, for Dre right now like he's like um, I do agree with you in the sense that maybe he rushed a little bit like he, he might have played his cards too soon but now that he's played those cards I think it's way too late to go back now Tommy probably doesn't know the full story yet um, and Jamie you know he's occupied with other things right now so they don't exactly know what Dre pulled off but it's only a matter of time before they figure it out. And at that point, you know, he's going to have a lot of pressure. Like, Dre is going to have a lot of pressure on himself, you know, once Here's um, my darkness ish- comes, comes to the light. So, yeah, go Here's ahead. Here's my... He kept saying that, you know, we have to be a, one step ahead of Tommy. We have to outthink Tommy. How exactly do you outthink someone who's crazy and who is a hothead? My only solution for this thing, for him to make to the next step, is to kill Tommy. Mm-hmm. You, and you that, can't think. Yeah, I mean that could be part of his plan. I don't know. Maybe that's what's next. Who knows? That's how um, I just see it. Yeah, uh, I think Rich stepped away. Um, definitely want to hear what he thinks about Dre. But yeah, uh, it's been like really interesting seeing this character grow this season because you know he was kind of a character that was introduced um i believe it was in like season two or something season two or three um he was kind of just introduced and you know he was like a small time character so i really like the growth of his character no he he wasn't in the first season yes he was you sure about that he was the one who Tommy had to kill. Remember, they, they killed the guy. Jamie killed the guy after the night during the nightclub in the very first episode. He killed the guy. And Dre was there. And Dre was basically studying everything. And Tommy had to go and dismember the body. And he told him okay. to, you know, you. Okay, well, maybe you're right. Maybe he was in the um but we we had, we didn't know who he was at that point, and you know he didn't start no. to become a, a significant character until like you know season two or three. Um, right, so, but the only well, like he's he's there in like the dark in the shadows, you know, just looking over at everything. And him now to yeah. see him progress, it's amazing. But I think that he's being stupid because remember, also he is um, going against his connect. Yeah. Wait, so, is he? Is he going against the connect? You mean Tommy, right? No, Dre. 
Yeah, so you mean he's going against Tommy? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole point of that is that now that there's new connects, like he is, you know, that's what new he connects, wants to do. He wants that power. I don't. I just don't know how it's going to pan out because he can't do what he's doing now and still continue to work for Tommy. He's well. He's not now. He's not working for Tommy now. I know, and, but it's just he's giving that, fa- that facade. Like, pretty sure everyone is going to see his nah, true colors. I think it's attention. done. I think it's done. Like, there's he can't go any further with the charade. I think next episode they're they're probably going to find out what was going down. Okay. But yeah, Rich, even- are you back yet? What'd you say? I don't really think Tommy cares at the moment. He seems to be too caught up in his own stuff. Yeah. Uh, see, I really w- I want to do like a whole thing on Tommy as well, but um, I wanted to get I wanted to hear what Rich thought. But okay, let's go to Tommy then, because um, seems like we can't flesh out this conversation without talking about Tommy. So we see Tommy go to see his you know his father. Um, you know, throughout this whole episode, he's kind of having a breakdown completely. Um, but you know, he, he eventually, you know, he goes to see his father and everything. So what do you feel like is going to come from, from that meeting of his father when he sees his father in prison for the first time and, and everything? Like, do you feel like he's going to ask him for help with what's going on? Um, you know, the fact that he was completely alienated and stuff. Do you feel like that's going to happen next? I thought it was so corny. I'm just not for the whole, who's my daddy? The storylines, I just think it's so corny. <laughs> but I, I don't. I just, I maybe, my hope is that he'll somehow get, a, he'll get closure from this. But I, but knowing Tommy, I feel that this is probably going to make him go uh, even more over the edge. Because he's dealing with a lot of abandonment issues. Yeah. And he's doing that whole soul soul searching thing. So mentally, yeah. he's not he's not there. So a lot he could end up doing things that just doesn't make any sense because he's all in his feelings right now. And he's stealing pictures from photo albums. And yeah, yeah I, have, I I have to say so I really I really liked the breakdown that he kind of had in this episode like i just i enjoyed watching him like a lot in this episode just seeing him kind of self-destruct and everything like I, I it was interesting to see and then you know i liked the scene at the end where you know he he met his father and everything um and i feel like it's kind of it's going to kind of refocus him now i feel like he, it's given him some sort of purpose now um and more motivation to to go back to the drug game and you know handle what he needs to handle um obviously there's some other stuff going on that we're going to get to as well that he's probably going to be a part of but um yeah i feel like this you know finding his father has given him a new focus and a new drive i feel like so it's going to be interesting to see where the tommy character goes from here i think um and one thing I, I I wanted to ask as well is he has an interesting scene with um Jamie. We see him interact with a lot of people. He interacts with Tasha, um, Lakeisha, you know, and you know, obviously Dre. He interacts with a lot of people throughout this episode. But um one exchange was 
was very interesting to me and that was when he spoke with Jamie and I wanted to ask is Jamie scared of Tommy because like you know Tommy just completely like he headbutts him or clocks him or whatever he does and like Jamie like I was expecting Jamie to fight back like as a man like your your male instincts would tell you to like you know pop him back in the mouth or something but you know Mm -mm. Jamie just kind of hates it and then he writes the check like is is Jamie scared of Tommy or something? No, absolutely not. The thing is, is that I think they have this unspoken, silent thing with them. They have this relationship where he knows what what where, what Tommy is going through, and you know how you need to get that frustration, that anger out. I think that he allows him to be headbutted and to be attacked that way because he knows that Tommy's not doing it because of out of some type of hate or some type of vengeance or because he's even crazy. He's doing it because right now he's lost. He's doing a lot of soul searching. And at the moment, you have to just let that person be. No different than when a child has a temper tantrum about, I don't know, the toy that's being taken away from them. You just let that child sit in the corner and you just let them be. You don't bother them because you know that once they get over what it is that they're going to get over, everything's going to be fine. So there doesn't need to be any type of altercation. It was an emotional situation. It was an unspoken emotional agreement between these two where Jamie acknowledges the pain that Tommy is going through and Tommy comes to Jamie saying that I'm in pain. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that part of it, but like, you know, being a man, like, I would have nope. at least like popped him in the mouth, like that would have popped it's, off. It's like, not strangers. So. These are like strangers. These are people who know each other. They know, I know how that, they. Like, I'm I'm not like I'm not letting my best friend get a headbutt off like on me like that and like not do nothing. I'm I'm at least gonna I'm at least gonna push him. You know I'm at least gonna push him and then after that, of course we're gonna squash it. You know we're gonna be cool after that. But like I'm getting off some offense too, like. No, then the offense, because right now he knows what he needs. He needs something to hit, and it's going to be his head. And he's okay with that. Because what's going to end up happening is this. If he actually did attack Tommy back, it's going to be a full-blown fight. And Tommy right now is in his feelings, and it could escalate into something more. So you let Tommy go and get that one hit off, and you let it be. It's not that serious overall. It's not like I said. It's a personal attack. It's because of how he is with his emotions. So it's okay. Even if they was to start physically fighting, it's not like Tommy's going to take away from this situation with like a lesson of let me not hit Jamie because Jamie will kill me. Mm-hmm. He's in his feelings. Yeah, nah. I would have stolen him. But yeah. Um, so yeah, going back to Lakeisha, what did you feel about that scene? You know, being a female um because i feel like that was great that was a great scene for lakeisha right there i'm glad that she didn't give in to tommy at that moment but what do you feel about that scene about uh lakeisha i um and let's see i felt that uh, i didn't have any problems with it i really didn't Mm. So you feel you feel like she she made the right decision, refusing like, to help him. I do. Sometimes you just gotta say no and let them figure it out them own, their own self. Yeah, I I didn't have a problem with it. 
Yeah, I agree. It, it like it seemed like she was she was hesitating a little bit, and you know, but you know, then she just decided no, she's not going to do this anymore. And I'm happy for her. I really am. Um, more happy for her than I am for, for Tasha, to be honest with you. Um, Why? Yeah. Just because, like, you know, um, I feel like she was done the worst out of all of them because she was just, you know, she was just trying to run her business legit from the jump. Mm-hmm. Like, Tasha was actually in the dirt. Like, she was mixed in the dirt already, mm-hmm. you know. But Lakeisha was going about her business, doing her thing, setting up her business. And, you know, then Tasha and Tommy came and messed that up for her. You know, so like I'm kind of glad that she just stuck up for herself and said, "Look, I'm I'm getting away from this and I'm doing me." So you know, that's why I'm happy for her. Um, okay. But yeah, Richard is back now. So, Rich, first of all, you know, we we start talking talking about Dre and then we move to Tommy. So um, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit to Dre and just um, ask. What do you feel um, about, you know, the execution of Dre's plans? And um, do you feel like he has a long-term future? And is he, you know, going to be successful in taking the lead of, you know, uh, this drug organization that he's building, this drug empire? All right. So uh, first and foremost, uh, sorry, sorry, I stepped away for a quick second. Is a bit of a technical issue. So here's here's the thing. Uh, as far as Dre is concerned, um, I would say that, you know, Dre, like, like we've said before on the show, Dre has been spending most of this season emerging into, you know, elevating, growing. Uh, I think that Dre's move so far, you know, it, it's very calculated with, with, with the goal of, of turning on Tommy and Ghost, but uh, also stupid. And the reason why I say it's stupid is because he is putting a lot of his faith and trust in Cristobal. And as we know with Cristobal, you know, we can go back to a couple of episodes ago when, well, the previous episode, when Dre made the deal and said, I can get all, I, I can get that Bassett Hotel and I can get all of Tommy's men to turn on him. Uh, Cristobal was the one that the Jimenez asked for approval. Can we trust this guy? So what I'm thinking is, you know, like we had this scene in this episode where he does everything, messes up everything and, and gets everybody to get away from Tommy. Then he told Cristobal, yeah, you know, never people, you know, always making moves that people don't, don't, you know, they underestimate you. Uh, and then you do stuff like this. I think he's, I think he's playing right into a game where I can see, let's say he does, is successful in, in getting those hotels. What, what will stop the Jimenez from killing him and just basically giving that to Cristobal to manage? Because, you know, the one thing he, that he should know, you, you're never supposed to tell everybody what you're working on. And, if there's one thing we do know, it's that Ghost and Tommy, yeah, you can say that Tommy has been a bit of a hard boss on him or whatever, but Ghost and Tommy a little more loyal and can be trusted more than these other guys. So I think he's playing into a situation where he can get all this stuff and then Jimenez can easily take it over and cut him out the picture completely. Then he won't have anybody he can side with because he's too busy messing up all these other relationships. So I think uh, this is what's going to end up happening to him next season because, to me, I I, I see that the Jimenez really trusts Cristobal uh, for a reason, um, and I think that that is that right there is going to be how you know. Okay, so they don't want they don't want him in in the picture. They'll just use him for what they can get from him. Then when they have it, they can cut him out altogether. That that's that's an interesting theory you have there, and I want to follow up and ask. 
if that happens and you know Cristobal kind of you know turns his back on Dre and everything and double crosses him do you feel like Dre will then go back to Tommy and Jamie with his tail between his legs like yo I'm, I messed up you know and you know trying to get back with them so that he can get back in a position of power well that's a good question uh, I well honestly I think uh, it may be too late by that time and this is a character that will have to fend for himself now obviously I know Dana does not want to see Dre die you know, obviously, you know, they're, they're like, there are three people, according to, uh, that I heard, uh, from a lot of people I spoke to this weekend that said there are three people they don't want on this show anymore. Dre is one of them. Uh, so I, my, my thing is, is that he's going to have to learn to fend for himself. He's making a lot of enemies, you know, so to make Ghost and Tommy an enemy is one thing. Then, uh, I don't know if you've already addressed it, but the situation with Kanan and the guys that attacked Kanan, I was thinking, yeah. well, are, are those guys working for Dre? Because, you know, the whole episode, Kanan tried to contact Dre. Dre never contacted him back. So I figured Dre is trying to take Kanan out. Um, yeah, that that definitely was Dre. Uh, okay. So, so this, so see, yeah. So Remember now that. He, oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, um, there was that scene where he's talking to, to Cristobal in the car, and um, he asked him how that situation was. And Cristobal said it's being handled right now, and that's when it cuts to the scene with a uh, Kanan. Ah, so okay. yeah, um, Dre definitely ordered that hit. On wow! Kanan. So see, he's making enemies with everybody. So I would say in the end, he won't really be able to rely on anybody. You know, if 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 Cristobal does turn on him eventually, which I do think is going to happen, uh, then he will have to worry about the Jimenez, have to worry about him, and then have to worry about Ghost Tommy and. Um, you know, uh, Kanan, the only person that he can rely on, should he decide to start a gang, is Tariq. And Odana had the joke a couple weeks ago about Tariq could start his own gang called the the Lean Gang. That is the only person he can rely on, um, (laughs) if 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 that was to happen. But yeah, it's it's not a you know while it may appear that Dre is 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 doing smart business moves. You know, he's not really looking at the people who are in his corner because even though, like I said, Tommy, you could say maybe they have a bit of a rocky exchanges here or there, but Tommy and Ghost got him. Even when, when, when Ghost went away, Tommy, I mean, it's a Ghost made sure that he was there in that position. So to me, it's like, yeah, to try to turn on these guys now, all of this is going to backfire in the end. But uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so moving on to Tommy then. Um, so like Tommy has, you know, he kind of self-destructs a little bit in this in this episode. Like, you know, he's very destructive. He breaks down. Uh, he does a lot of questionable things. He has a lot of interesting scenes with, you know, Tasha, Lakeisha, Jamie. And then, you know, he um, his mother even. And then he has that scene where, you know, he meets Teresi at the end. Um, so, you know, one of the questions about Tommy is where do you think that, you know, meeting with his father is going to lead to next? Like, do you feel like he's going to try and, um, you know, because uh, we, we saw him get alienated from the, the drug empire. So do you feel like he's going to go to Teresi for his guidance and, you know, to get help to to then take over the drug game again and get his power back? Uh, what do you feel like is going to come from that? meeting with his father 
Oh, well, I, I think, uh, yeah, definitely. He said, he said he wants to meet the rest of the family. Um, I definitely could see Tommy trying to take over that organization uh, because his father will not be, you know, his father is, is incarcerated now. He's not going to be able to really, I mean, he can obviously call them and tell them to do something, but I feel like Tommy may just try to come in there and take all of that over. Um, and that would make Tommy pretty much untouchable because if he goes up against any of the guys in the drug game, I mean, I'm pretty sure the mob will have any problems taking out any of these people, the Jimenez, you know, anybody. So it's going to be very interesting to see where they take this dynamic. Um, I still think that Teresi is eventually going to want something in return for all of this. You know, if it feels like the son is using the father so much, I feel like there's going to be some type of catch with that. Um, but I don't really know exactly because I mean, it can go in any direction. They can keep having Teresi not really worry about that stuff because he just wants to be with his son. Or they can be like, well, he has another motive. And then I believe, as as you said before on another episode, that uh, it's very likely that the mob can come in and then get involved in the drug game and even take it over I- I- as well. And the whole thing about the show is that, again, it's about power. Uh, some people wanting to get power and sometimes there's a power struggle. But, I mean, it, it could be a situation where they can come in, you know, and then now they want a piece of the pie or they want to run it. And that would be bad news to everybody else that's involved. So um, it's an interesting dynamic because I'm not really sure how they're going to handle it. They can take they can handle it many different ways. Um, but it is going to be very interesting. And again, you know, it, it's, it's very smart to find out all this stuff about Tommy, because as we started to see the character evolve over the past seasons and into this season, I never would have imagined that this is the direction they were going to take the character. So I'm very curious to see what the end game is here for all of this. But um, I would say just for now, I think he wants to meet them, get a feel for them. And eventually I can definitely see him trying to take over that organization uh, because his father is not there in person to actually take it over. He's He can only make a phone call and says to say something. But yeah, we have to see how that all pans out. Mm-hmm. And so obviously from the previews, we know that, um, you know, Tommy's probably going to be helping Jamie with something, you know, in the next episode. Um, so before we get to that, do you, so from what you're saying now, do you feel like that's going to be Tommy's mission in the next season? Like, you know, getting to know um, Teresi, you know, and, and, you know, how he works with his people and everything and then gradually gaining, you know, uh, momentum so that he can then, um, take over the drug game again? Like, do you feel like that's going to be his new long-term objective now? Uh, I, I think that's that's likely. Uh, the, the problem is that um, one thing that I definitely did want to mention with this episode of With Tommy, we saw, that, of course, that he started to get back on the drugs again, which isn't good because, you know, yes, the character gets even more crazier when he does this type of stuff. But he also made the mistake of jumping into the same car that was already bugged in, in a couple episodes before that and used oh, yeah. that car to drive around town and also to drive to the prison. Now I would imagine that eventually um, they will find out why he went to the prison. They may even find out that yes, he is related to Teresi. Um, so this is, this is going to get bad for Tommy. Uh, he may have a lot of things to worry about next season, but I think uh, next season, well, for at least for the next episode, 
at the at the most right now, they want to try to find out who killed Reyna, and they want to take out that person. I don't really know who else they're going to try to take out. Now, we do, as you both have, have already said, you know, pretty sure that Tommy knows that Dre is up to something. Uh, he hasn't really, you know, told Ghost any of this stuff um, in regards to all the stuff that Dre has been doing. Um, so... I'm curious to see whether or not that's going to be a confrontation that happens in the next episode or whether that's held off into next season because they have so much other stuff they got to deal with now and with the whole fact that they have to find Ray Ray and because Ray Ray is affiliated with Kanan, I'm curious to see, well, what's that, what's that going to mean for Kanan? You know, is he going to be seen as the enemy they got to take down once again? So I'm not really sure which direction they're going to take Tommy in, uh, in terms of, Next season, we do know he is going to, you know, in order for him to actually get to know the family, they have to stretch that storyline out. Unless they want to rush a whole bunch of stuff in the last episode, which I don't think they're going to do. Um, so I think next season will be about him getting into that side of the business, that mafia, you know, getting to know those people and trying to, you know, establish some dominant role within that clique. Um, but uh that would be my guess as to what's going to happen. But but for right now, the next episode, they have a lot of other things they got to take care of before they get to that point. But uh, all, all all the while, you know, Tommy still is, you know, he has to be very careful because, again, his car is being bugged. Uh, it, it, that can, you know, it, 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 I'll be very curious to see what comes of all of that. But um, I would my guess is because of the fact that Raina got killed, this may, may now put Angela... It, you know, involved in this again to find out who did it. And all of this can just come back around again and evolve Ghost, Tommy, etc. So we have to see what they have planned for all of this. Okay, can I just so say... Mean... Oh, good. No, that it was interesting that remember, Teresi has to honor their agreement to stay away from Tommy. So maybe that'll be also revealed in, in the next season. As to why. Yeah. That's a good point. Right, we have to see. We have to see. I, I know that uh, they said that Kate said, you know, she thought he's a violent, murderous person. So that was why she said she didn't want him around him. But if Tommy, it's the same. It's the same, no. same personality. But there's more to it than that. I think there's something else. I think that's just a cover. Okay. That's just like saying, oh, your daddy's crazy. Don't talk to him. No, <laughs> there's something way more. Than, than that. We gotta see that. Yeah. Good point. Very good point. Yeah, that could definitely be the case. But, um, yeah, Richard, you mentioned Angela. So we see Angela gets a promotion in this episode. Um, so that means there's probably gonna be some more investigation going on in the future. And my thinking is that, you know, like you kind of alluded to, I feel like they're going to build a case around Tommy at some point because we know Tommy's dropped a lot of bodies. Um, I could see Angela possibly wanting to investigate what happened with uh, Bailey, you know, Greg's friend, because, you know, Greg's case is closed, but now his friend is missing. And um, I can see Angela possibly wanting to know what happens and that, you know, may lead her to Tommy. Um eventually and i feel like she uh she's probably gonna use proctor as well she might she may even try and get him involved on the team because we saw they had that scene together 
Um, so that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But um, yeah, so what what's the new direction for Angela? Do you feel, and is she going to go after Tommy? And if that does happen, is she going to then go to Jamie to try and get him to flip? Um, what would you what do you think of that? Okay, so okay, so I'll I'll say this. I'll say a few things that I'll let Dana uh, share her thoughts. Um. So with Angela's situation, she is now the head of the head of criminal. So I, I feel like one thing that I thought that stood out in that episode, they had the whole discussion. Her and Jamie had that exchange and he said, you know, yeah, you know, you, you the reason why you got to where you are today is because of me. You know, we, we work to work together, you know. And he is right, because all the stuff that happened with him and the fact that he had got freed off of that case, that helped her in the long run. So my logic now is that, you know, I think that same rule will apply. So she she can be great in her new role, but what would make her better is if she is able to take down somebody who she has knows that she wants to eventually get at some point. You know, what I did find interesting is that, again, you know, they were making funny eyes at each other in that little, in that last little thing. And, I, and at that point, I thought, uh-oh, so here we go. This is going to be how they get back together, right? Um, obviously, it didn't happen. It don't mean it can't happen later. But the thing about it is that I believe that Angela now will, because of what happened with Raina, I think that's going to impact everybody. Uh, and that that is probably be one of the first cases she, that she does take on. And then she would have to investigate what's going on, who is involved. And that may still give her feelings that, well, something is, you know, we, we already know that, that James is dirty. Something's going on with Ghost. So I want to get down to the bottom of what exactly is going on with his with this with this drug stuff. So we have to see how everything comes together. But um in, in terms of her, her moving forward, I, I still think that her intentions are, are going to still be that she she is always connected to ghosts one way or another. I think this trial will once again have them cross paths and that she will maintain the focus of she wants to take him down. Maybe because you know because the thing is this you know we do know she met Raina uh, we don't really know how close she was because that was a very brief relationship time. But the fact that the kid got involved in this and got killed behind this, and it's all related to the drug game, it may make her feel a certain type of way that she wants to take down Ghost to make sure that none of this happens to any of the other kids. Not even just his, the kids within his family, but any any kid in general. I mean, I don't really know what the reaction is going to be because you know we haven't really seen what that reaction is going to be yet. But uh, my guess is that from her focus from here on out is to eventually take down St. Patrick. I think that's going to be the end game. Um, how she gets to that point, I, I have no idea. But I think, you know, again, because, I mean, they, they can have her, they can have the character go off and do something else, like try to go after someone else. But, again, for the, for the sake of the storyline, these characters are always connected one way or another. So I feel like eventually it's going to lead her on a path where she's going to have to, again, try to take him down. And like you said, she could build a case against Tommy. We already know she don't like Tommy. The feeling is mutual with those two. So she may, she's going to try to take one of them down and maybe try to, turn, to you know, convince the other one to do it. And the fact that Proctor still has that evidence that, uh, you know, just say, just keeping it for a rainy day, I, that – I'll be very curious to see what happens with that. If somebody finds that evidence, then everybody is screwed. But uh, that's just my thoughts. 
Yeah, that's what makes me think she may investigate um Bailey's death because then that makes that evidence very relevant again. So that that's what makes me think um she might go for that. But um I could definitely also see her maybe assisting in, you know, the investigation around Reyna as well. That that would be an interesting dynamic as well if that were to happen. Um Dana, what's your thoughts on Angela and what's to come from her? I just want to know why Sandoval didn't kill her. That's I yeah, oh, really? It's just yeah, really. I still, you know, I'm still on the death train. You know, she can no. she can still get knocked off. I'm sorry, redemption or not, she still needs to go. But uh, yeah, I I think that she's still trying to go after Ghost. Um, but you know, she she's still trying to go after Ghost because of the whole burner phone situation. But I think that she for the moment, is going to be a little bit too distracted with one, as you guys previously said, with Reyna, and also with um, Sandoval. It just doesn't make any sense as to why she invited him to the apartment. It doesn't make any sense to me why Sandoval didn't, didn't, didn't kill her. It doesn't make any sense to me why all of this, he just came out just spilling out everything. So... Right now, I think that they don't seem to know what to do with her until, you know, the next episode because Raina died. No, I think she's very relevant to the show still, me personally. Really? Right. Yeah. Like, I, you, you got to have her. But here's my thing. I still still think she might end up dead because it doesn't make any sense for Sandoval just to, just to randomly open up like that. And she's not that great of a detective. And she's not that great of an um, interrogator. I completely agree. She's definitely not that great. But like looking, no, at, the sh- looking at the show overall, she's a great character. Though. You can be whatever. Uh, she still sucks <laughs> with interrogating. So that whole situation in the apartment didn't make any sense to me. And I was very disappointed because I was waiting for something to happen. I was waiting for Sandoval to kill her or she to kill Sandoval. That that whole situation about him, you know, and him being, you know, all loosey-goosey and explaining everything and having, you know, letting it all out. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, 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 And then Angela wearing a wire thing. That was just so corny. (laughs) Everything seems to too staged. You know what I mean? You're in your apartment by yourself. Sandoval randomly comes over. You just so happen to have a wire. You also so happen to have like the greatest, you know, um, interrogating tactics in the history where this man just automatically starts open himself, opening himself up to you. It doesn't make any sense. So me, I hope that it was a setup. Well, the writers are just really just that that didn't have anything else to do and just was like, let's just write this because we want to concentrate on other scenes. I don't know well, whether maybe, or not I should take it as a scene. <clears throat> maybe uh, Sandoval secretly wanted the box and like, you know, he just, you know, he wanted to open up to her because he thought maybe, you know, that would help. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But yeah, um, that scene was a little awkward, though. I agree. 
I agree that scene with Sandoval was awkward. I, I didn't know what was going on, um, a lot of the time. Um, but yeah. Uh, unfortunately for you, Angela didn't die. Don't forget that. She turned off the wire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like she did that because she was secretly like trying to set up Sandoval to, to get killed and she didn't want Sandoval to, um, to snitch before they had the chance to get to him. So, you know, I think and that's why she, she cut off the wire so she could tell him, you know, to that he should... Um, I forgot what she said now, but she, she told him something when she cut off the wire. So I feel like that's Well, I remember she had to exchange with the self-defense story that this was just stupid. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it was... And it was so stupid. And then she shot him in the shoulder and then it was just so stupid stupid it was just terribly written and she's all like you're a witness you're a witness oh my gosh why is she still alive so do you feel like there's like do you think there's no potential left for angela at all then like because you seem pretty disappointed that she's fine there is a potential for her to like still exist and a reason to exist but at this point i honestly don't care I don't care about her redemption story. I don't care if she even is the one who finds Raina's killers and brings them to justice and, you know, goes off and goes, looks her in the eye and say, I forgive you for everything. Be at peace. And she's, you know, leaves off in the sunset, happy, redeemed. I don't care about her. And the, to me, it seems like the writers really don't seem to care. So she can just go away. Okay, Rich, you was going to say something? Yeah, I, well, first and foremost, I just want to say that uh, I, 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 I'm looking forward to Dana's uh, one-on-one showdown with uh, the actress that plays uh, Angela. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to see that when that goes down. That may be even better than May, Mayweather versus uh, McGregor. <laughs> I have no ill will what's the actress she's doing her job she's doing her job wonderful she can pay her bills and eat at the same time which is a lot for more what other people can do so more power to her but her character is just she needs a good she needs to be choked out just a little bit i just don't i'm not i'm not there with it that's funny yeah well i i i, I respect and understand that uh i just was going to wow. say that um what she was saying when she had sandoval and said about the witness I, I think that may give you a clue as to what she will focus on now when she told him, just tell them you're a witness. Um, but then again, I mean, I think we already got a resolution to that because she could have just said, tell them you're a witness to, she could have just meant tell them you're a witness to Lobos. And that was what he told them. And then that was why Jamie and them said, oh, we need to kill him just because we don't know what information he knows. So, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, there's not, not like, like I said, the, the the season has been. Some stuff has been predictable, but not everything has been predictable with this, with the show. A lot of stuff has been more unpredictable than not. So, we just have to, I guess, wait and see what they have for Angela. But I'm pretty sure that the, like you said, Gary, the the Bailey murder, uh, because that is still something that has not been answered. Uh, that may be something that that is looked looked upon, and in addition to that, uh, Raina's death now. So we'll have to definitely see, but I think she'll definitely be busy. Um, in the next episode, uh, we'll get a better idea of exactly what it is that she's going to be focused on 
from here on out. Okay, yeah, so let's get to Reyna and, you know, the murder. So Tariq, you know, he, he's probably like the number one character that everybody wants to see go, you know, this like from the show period. Um, and his his stupid actions all season have led to, to this moment occurring. And um, yeah, so Ray Ray throughout this episode, Ray Ray's looking for Tariq because of what happened last week. You know, when he ran off on those other two guys, we see Ray Ray kill those two guys and he continues to search for Tariq. He even shows up to the school in his police attire um, and, you know, asks Rayner about him and everything. And then at the end of the episode, he catches up to Tariq. Tariq runs and unfortunately, you know, Reyna was in the wrong place at the wrong time. She started talking to Ray Ray, you know, um, in a way that he didn't like and he shot her. Um, so first of all, what did you guys think of the death scene itself? Like, you know, what, cause I know like Dana, you had issues with it. What was your thoughts on the death scene? I thought it was very realistic, but at the same time, it was horribly done and I couldn't stop laughing. And I know it's so wrong. And I'm sorry. What was wrong but about it? Was it? Just, it was, to me, it was just so random and so corny. But at the same time, this is the struggle that I had. I can appreciate that for it being so random. Because to me, how I view it, I view this as being similar to The Wire. And similar to what has been going on in random, you know, killings that you hear about on the news. About somebody being at the wrong place at the wrong time. A girl getting smart with a guy and he shoots her. And so for me in that, I appreciated that realness and that honesty. But for me, watching this show all the way from like season one to where we're going. We're at the end of four now. It just seems so random. And I did not appreciate it. I think that it took out the, it took me out of the story. And it took me out of the storyline of Ray Ray trying to find Tariq. And to me, it was just so random. If they would have had, you know, a situation where Tariq was trying to protect his sister or Tariq was saying, run away or Tariq's getting, to me, it would have been more impactful if, say, Tariq was getting, you know, was bad-mouthing Ray Ray. And Ray Ray would have went and just shot the sister, like, boom. Like, say something now. I just shot your sister. To me, that would have been more impactful than just, you know, you're talking too much, let me just shoot you. It didn't yeah. feel like it was direct threat to Tariq. It was just one of those things where, you know how you like, say, for example, my sister just got shot on the corner as I was inside cooking rice. It didn't feel like this was, it didn't feel like a threat. It didn't feel like this was something that was meant to hurt me. It didn't feel like it was something that was meant to hurt Tariq. So it was so random. I did not appreciate that. But that is how death occurs in real life. But for me, in this story, I hated every moment of it. I thought it was extremely corny. I thought it wasn't well written and it wasn't well executed. Okay, like my only my only gripe with the scene was uh, Tariq's reaction to it, like at the end, because like I feel like he should have been like breaking down in tears, like like 
oh what the hell have i done and like i, I feel like his reaction should have been a bit more dramatic but i feel like the build-up and the execution of the actual kill was was done like good enough for me like it i think it was satisfying because we know that Tariq's actions throughout you know these past two seasons was gonna lead to some sort of conclusion and you know um it was likely gonna be a death and i feel like this was you know it was well built up i think and well executed up until the point Tariq reacted and i, I feel like his reactions could have been much better but, um, but if you get Putin and Hoffman screaming and emotional, that to me makes it even worse. Like, where's this coming from? You were such a, a big bad boy before. Now you're screaming and hooting and hollering like a girl. That's the point. I feel like he he like he needs to come to some kind of realization of you know what he's done and like the stupid things that he's he's been doing this entire time. Like he needs to come to that realization at some point. I think. And I feel like losing his sister should have been that. But that could have been, I would appreciate it. I like that, that he wasn't crazy because that would have made it a more internal moment. And he's dealing a lot with his feelings. Just like the fact that he was acting out, not because, you know, he wanted to hang around Kanan and he felt like a big bad boy. It was because of his family dynamic and in the dysfunction of his family. So I, that's to me, I appreciated him not, you know, going hysterical. Okay. Richard, what's your thoughts on uh, the death scene? So I, I have a few things to say. Some of this stuff might be a little controversial and some of it is a little bit more diving deeper into uh, the actual scene itself. So first, the first reaction I got when I saw it is uh, I was like, yeah, wow. All right. Well, the thing is this. It wasn't too much of a shocker because... We, we, we know that Ray Ray is, is, is pretty is pretty dangerous. This episode, we saw him kill Brains and the other guy just randomly uh, that was a part of the same opera- operation. So obviously, once it happened, it is unfortunate. Uh, you know, I believe that uh, Rainy J had predicted this was going to happen because they, she, she had saw in the IMBB that uh, this actress is not going to be on episode 10. Um, so that there were some thoughts about that there, but <clears throat> here's, here's the thing. When I saw the scene, I was like, wow, it, it, it happened, it happened so quick. It's like a, 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 a jolt to the heart. But again, my thing is that this is not a character that the audience has been emotionally invested in for the duration of the whole show. I mean, they, they had this character featured a little bit more this season to try to show the relationship that she has with Tariq. But I, I feel like it, it wasn't that bit of a gut punch because, again, we haven't really had an opportunity to really get invested in this character. Now, if this was somebody like a Ghost or Tommy, that's a totally different situation. And then you both definitely feel even worse about that. Um, but it still was a bad thing that happened. But I have to say this, and I hope that Stars does not get mad when I say this, the musical choice for this particular scene, this is what had me laughing. The guy with the, you know, singing, I know it's supposed to be a heartfelt, emotional song, but I hear this and I, it just couldn't help but just crack a, crack a smile and laughter when I hear them playing that type of music um, <laughs> once it happens. That, that was my instant reaction. I was like, yeah, this, this is, uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't funny what happened. It's fucked up what happened to Raina, but... Um, the way that it was presented in that context is, was interesting. Uh, one other thing I did want to say is 
yes, it is definitely Tariq's fault for getting her wrapped up in this. But one other th- thing that I did notice when I listened to this, and I did listen to it multiple times, because I saw the show a couple times, and I had closed caption on at the time when I saw it. Reyna did not only say that uh, I know who you are, Ray Ray, but when they had the scene where it shifted to Tariq for a second before it had to kill, she said, my father will kill you. So once she, the character has established, oh, I know who you are, my father will kill you. What, well, obviously, the next reaction the bad guy is going to have is, well, bam, that's not going to scare him. So I think that while we can definitely say that Tariq is to blame, I think Reyna also needs to be to be some blame as well for not being smart in how she handled that situation because you see that this guy is dangerous to some extent. You think if she's you just a, tell him, we'll say what? She's a child. Yes, but Tariq is a child also, right? Yeah, but you don't <laughs> see Reyna running out on the streets learning about the thug life? No, but she knew this guy is a bad guy. This guy is a cop. Maybe he would try to do something to me if I if I try to stick up for my brother, right? She didn't know she was going to get shot. But she had to know this guy probably was crazy enough to try and do something. Well, but, not to shoot her in point-blank range in daylight-ish. Well, yeah, nobody yeah, nobody was out there at that time because they, they, they somebody would have saw something. Um, maybe somebody did see something and, and, and they didn't report it. Or maybe that's what's coming up in the next episode. Well they, well, they probably won't report it anywhere because you know this is this is a black neighborhood. You know, this is it is totally different than <laughs> another, another type of a neighborhood. You know, I'm just saying. Um, I hope I don't get any dislikes for that comment. This is this is a joke. You know, we're trying to entertain some different things here. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I the thing is is that yes, Tariq is to blame for this, and I did want to make a, a quick mention of this because I the reaction around everyone. They were just instantly angry about this. What happened with Raina is unfortunate, but I did see that I, I you know, I, I, I tuned into the Breakfast Club and I did hear Charlemagne. He was so angry that he made Tariq the donkey of the day. So that goes to show you the people that were very angry with this character uh, for for what he has done. And I do agree, Gary. Yes, the reaction he had was like there wasn't really no reaction whatsoever. It's like you know, just like oh, just you know, blink his eyes a couple of times. Like did that just happen? Now, we'll get some – I did see the uh, preview of next week, and I did see him shed a tear. So you, you'll get more emotion next week. But obviously, we didn't get any emotion at, at that quick of a juncture. I guess he just – he had to process it or whatever. But um, I, I do know that the whole plan, the writers definitely wanted to steer this in a different direction because they made people feel all season long like Tariq is the one that needed to suffer. But the fact that they chose her instead, I, I thought that was a good decision. Because it did, it was a surprise element for some. But again, my only complaint is that that character, we have not really had a chance to be really emotionally invested in that character. We've seen her for a couple of episodes this season, and that was it. You saw her last season, but it didn't really feel like she had a, a you know, obviously she's part of the family, but it didn't feel like she had a significant role where it would just leave people in tears. Yes, there was some that cried, but if this was Ghost Tommy, or any anyone else that people actually really really like, then it's going to be a bigger reaction from an emotional standpoint. But uh, still, I thought the scene was 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 fine. I just that music. Listen, man, I just I could not stop laughing at that that music that they chose. But yeah, the scene the scene was was uh you know powerful. Like okay, 
They really went. They really did that. So now everybody and, and anybody is going to want Ray Ray to pay for uh, what he did. He, 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 so what? Oh, oh you know? Sorry. But oh. I, I just had so many problems with it. And it was just, I mean, the, the biggest problem was, remember right before the killing, he went to um, his dad and was like, what about that school you want to send us to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we go to that school, dad? It, it was just, it was so corny. Well, I will say one thing uh, for Courtney Kemp and the writers, they have delivered the perfect show and to tell you what not to do because parents and their kids should be communicated more often. And and this is what happens when the, the kid doesn't feel comfortable enough to just open up and tell the parent this is what's going on. I, I, no, you know, this is what happens when you have a parent who doesn't care about what's going on. Well, that, that too, yes. Yes. Because I that, can see both of those kids bouncing around and explaining their day to their parents. But all of a sudden, if you have a child that you claim you really care about and you're right there for, and your child is missing all the time and hanging up with some random man named Canaan or whatever mysterious name this person wants to come up with, you're going to tell me that you're not going to at least know who this person is. Where's their parents? Uh, let me call you every hour. You have to check in. That's true. I don't so, see. So, 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 so yeah, they didn't care. And therefore the kids shut down. So, so, so we can confirm that, that, that Ghost and Tasha are horrible parents and, and Tommy is, is, is a horrible leader. That, that horrible. Was- horrible. <laughs> horrible. I don't know if they're trying to say that you can't be a part of the drug world and successful or even successful in business life and succeed as a great parent. But they're saying something because they just screwed up the whole situation with parenting. If Ghost or Tasha was so concerned about how many different men she sleep with, the same much as she was concerned about her kids, both of them kids would have been fine and would have not been on the streets. And if Jamie was really concerned, like as much as he's concerned about all his clubs and his drug dealings and his situations... As much as he is with that, as he is with his kids, everybody would have been alive, happy, having dinner at 7 p.m. every day, watching TV and playing video games and living that happy life. But they, 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 Tasha's running around on somebody's man piece every episode. Hey, well, hey, Ghost for, for three seasons, Ghost's been more concerned about about getting getting in a- Angela's panties than anything else. So they, there you go. That's uh, bad parenting. Horrible parenting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely not the way you raise kids for sure. But um, yeah, like we run out we're running out of time. So like the last question um I want to ask is. Um, I'll actually answer it first. So, like, I feel like in terms of Ray Ray, um, see, the reason I, I'm not sure Angela's gonna take, take on this case with Rayna is because I feel like in the next episode, Jamie and Tommy are probably gonna catch up to Ray Ray and kill him. Um, I feel like that's probably what's gonna happen. And, um, you know, they'll, he'll get vengeance for the death at that point. Um, but what do you guys feel like is going to happen next with, you know, Tariq, Ray Ray, and, 
you know, the family and everyone finding out about the death, like what would you think will play out next? Go ahead, Rich. Well, uh, I think that, uh, I, I don't really want to give any spoilers, but I will say this. The title of the next episode is You Can't Fix This. So my guess is that everything is going to be in shambles. I think that Ghost's relationship with Tasha will now get worse. Um, because again, I think I had mentioned the last episode that, you know, we know that Ghost blamed Tasha for Tariq hanging out with Kanan in the first place and not knowing where he was at, all this other stuff. So I, I feel like their relationship will definitely get worse. They will try to appear to keep it together uh, on the camera, but it's going to get a lot worse now because of this situation, because it's going to be devastating for everybody involved. Um, because how, how do you explain that the girl got shot? Obviously, it's related to something else. Um, so I feel like Ghost and Tommy are going to team up and try to take down Tariq. I'm going to say not Tariq. Ray Ray. And they will probably cause paths with Kanan. And the, the other thing is this. You know, Ray Ray was in the same group as with, with Kanan. So it'd be very easy for them to think that Kanan is behind this. Which, again, will lead to the whole dynamic of them now having to have to deal with Kanan also. Um, unless, of course, they're able to see that they're all being played um, by, by, by Dre. But I just think right now, in terms of the situation with the family and with Reyna, um, well, we do know that Tariq is going to cry because, like I said, we saw in that trailer, oh, he had a tear. So he'll be sad. Maybe he'll feel some guilt about the fact that he he contributed to his sister getting killed. I don't really know what his action is going to be after this, whether or not he will want to try to take it upon himself to hunt down Ray Ray. Because I don't think that he has it in him to actually kill somebody. But I do feel like maybe he will now talk to Ghost and Tommy and let them know what exactly is going on. And then that will lead to them finding where he's at, taking out Ray Ray and, you know, see how this impacts uh, Kane and, and, and everybody else. But uh, if I had to make a guess, I would say, yeah, that's what their focus is going to be. Tasha is going to be probably trying even harder to separate herself from Ghost uh, and getting Terry involved in this may actually try to really push this divorce thing, make this a reality. I don't know, although I think that's a, that's going to take a while for all that to come together. But um, I definitely don't think that things are going to be positive from here on out, even after they kill Get, get Ray Ray and they kill him. Again, they can't bring back Reyna. So I think that the family is forever torn apart after this. Um, it's going to be very hard to repair what they have. It's going to be hard to also repair the image that they have put out there that they are a great family. They've gone through so much. It's going to be hard for, it, for them to even be looked upon, look, looked upon the same. So, um, But that's just my guess. Again, the writers can take it in any direction they want to and be unpredictable. But my best guess is that because of that, the episode title that way um, means that the things are going to be very worse for the family as a whole moving forward, even after they get Ray Ray. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, and I definitely feel like the, the family situation is, is unfixable at this point. Um, they're definitely going to be torn apart, you know, completely um, after this. And, you know, um, I'm not sure, you know, whether they will actually get vengeance in, you know, at the end of next episode or whatever. But um, I'm I'm sure that you know there's no going back for for them as a family at this point. It's going to be hard to fix all of that. 
But uh, Dana, what do you feel like is um, in store next after you know the death of Reyna? It's some random little street kid. It, they'll kill him off and keep it moving. But like Richard said, the damage is done already with the family. My whole situation is how you gonna care about your kid dead when you didn't care about them when they was alive. But you know, whatever. It'll give them an excuse, <laughs> Tasha and Jamie, to finally you know separate. And Raina will probably end up going to not Raina. I'm sorry, Tariq. Well, most likely, I, how I want it to be is that Tariq wanted to be a man this entire time. So let him be the one who kills Ray Ray. Does he have enough power in his heart to actually take a life? Someone whose life that, that took his sister away. That was technically all of his fault. This wasn't like some random drive-by. Raina was killed technically because of Tariq. So it would be nice to know if he has any manhood in there, if balls dropped or whatever, to see if he can go and kill Ray Ray. But I do see this being as, once again, Ghost is going to probably have to step up. But for me, I won't feel anything because, like I said, you wasn't there for your kids when they was alive. So I'm supposed to feel something when you want to go after their killer. And I'm not seeing much interaction with you and their kids when they were alive. So at that point, honestly, I just don't care. Like, Ray Ray can get hit by a random car and die that way. Wow. (laughs) That would be interesting. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, like what you um, what you said about Tariq possibly like you know um, killing Ray Ray. I feel like that's actually a possible scenario. Like I feel like Tommy and Jamie may go out looking for Ray Ray and try to find him, but um, we know that Ray Ray is already looking for Tariq. So there could actually be a scenario where Ray Ray catches up to Tariq first, and then some maybe you know. Tariq is emotional enough to where he just, you know, kills him because he probably has a gun at that point to protect himself. So I could see that as a scenario, possibly, but um, I'm not just sure the probability of it. Flying everywhere, and he's like, "You killed my sister," <laughs> and then he kills him. Just, I don't want that to happen. I just can't. Just man up. Don't make it long and dramatic. Don't have corny music playing as he's being killed. Just. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, another another possibility I have, I feel like Kanan might actually help them um, in terms of finding Ray Ray. Like, I feel like, because to me, it seems like they're kind of trying to make Kanan a good guy now, sort of. Like, it, are you the Super feel, Friends team again? Yeah, I feel like there might be another Super Friends scenario. I feel <sighs> like we might get that. And of course, you know, you, if you throw Dre into the mix, now Kanan probably has beef with Dre. And we know that Dre's double-crossed Tommy and Jamie. So it would make sense that, you know, maybe there's a team-up and they, you know, they kill Ray Ray and then they go for Dre. So To find a random kid named Ray Ray? You need all those people? Yeah, I mean, you know, Kanan will help them. Oh. What do you think, Rich? Do you think that's a possibility? Do you see that happening? I right right now, I, I think I think that there's a lot of things that could happen. But I, I do know that they are building up Dre to 
pretty much be a bad guy now since he's going against Tommy and Ghost. And we've already saw what he has done to try and take Kanan out. So I could see all three of them teaming up to try to take him down. And now you not only have to worry about him, but you also have to worry about the Jimenez, uh, provided that they actually are still willing to work with Dre for the time being. But, um, yeah, I definitely think it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be a war that is, that is, that is brewing, uh, with everybody involved. It's just a matter of where does Kanan stand in that war? And I guess we'll have to find that out uh, on the next episode because he is the one that I'm not really sure which side he will align with. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of motives. There's a lot of motives you could say why he should align with Ghost and them. And then on, on, the, on the back end of that, you also will have to question whether or not he'll actually want to align with them. So we'll have to see how it pans out. But uh I, I just say I think Ray Ray is definitely a goner. I don't need to see the finale to know that. I think if that dude survives past the, that that next episode, I'll be very disappointed in Stars. They need to take his ass out immediately. <laughs> from, from a technical standpoint, I don't I don't feel like he he can survive after the next episode because you know like Dana and you know well we've all kind of been saying it you know the past few episodes. There's a lot going on in the show right now. And yeah. to have Ray Ray lingering, you know, into next season, I feel like that that's too much because there's already like so many characters in there now. So I feel like Ray Ray has to die in, you know, in the finale. I think I, I think it's an inevitable. Otherwise, the show is going to it's it's going to um, be in danger of becoming a mess, because if you let Ray Ray live into next season, he becomes like the new Kanan, essentially. Like you know, he becomes that new like bad guy kind of thing. So they they can't let him go past the season. You I think they Ray have Ray to kill him. Too much power. Ray Ray is a random nobody. You are giving him way too much power. Uh, that's no, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think he should be that powerful. I think he should definitely die next because if they let him linger that long, then they're kind of building him up, and they should not build him up because there's too much going on. So. He definitely has to die next episode. Yeah. In my opinion. I'm not even thinking about Ray Ray. It's just so random. And there's so many different things going on. And they already botched the death. <laughs> so, to me, it's... Yeah, they'll they'll just knock him off very easily. I mean, he's a random kid. He's not, like, exactly... You know what I mean? Some intelligent, tactical assassin. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, was there um, was there anything else you guys want to bring up specifically? We end off the show. No, just you know, please improve the writing by season five because I can't anymore. Wow, you sound very disappointed. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I'm. Just- you knew how Raina was. You knew Raina was gonna die because you knew that they was not gonna give us Tariq. So they was gonna give us Raina, and you just knew. And then the way how they did it was like, oh my gosh, could you? You they could have came up with something more, you know, watchable and less laughable. And this was just like, yeah, we gotta kill her, guys. You know, and let's just create this random scene. You know what you do? Like you write a scene when you're really tired and you just want to go home, and the boss is asking you for the work. So they just randomly handed in and no one proof checked it. To me is how it felt like to me. It was not something that I felt vested in. It was not something that impacted me. 
So if that's how you're going to treat me as the viewer, then you, just be better. I just want to uh, take this moment to say um, to tell the stars, um, you know, power writing team that I love the show still. Um, I enjoy covering the show. So I, I do too. To but... <laughs> I do too. It's like every show has a slump. It has that moment which is not that great. And right now it's been a very up and down season. And right now for me, it's just down. So come back with stronger episodes. We got the finale. The finale could be very crazy. And if it is, I will definitely admit, you know, that I was wrong. All hail 50 Cent. Praise him. Praise all the writers and everyone else. But I need to see that finale. Okay. And Rich, what's your final word? I... I just want to say that I side with Gary. Yes, I have enjoyed covering the show thus far. Um, so I, 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 you know, I, I think um, I don't think I don't think I don't think it has been all bad all season long. Uh, obviously, you know, there's a lot of storylines going on. You know, and a lot of that stuff, as we already mentioned on the last episode, you know, it, it, it feel like some stuff could have been saved. But uh, Again, I'm going to trust the process. I won't really be able to fairly grade the writing as a whole until I see that finale. Then I will say whether or not I think the season was uh, a mess. But uh, yeah, I support the show. Enjoy doing these 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 recaps and uh, allow me to say that. Listen, I don't know if Fifty Cent did that Danger Danger song, but hey, that song is fire. I'm, I'm going to download that as soon as we're done with this show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fire, definitely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, definitely leave your comments. I always look forward to the comments. You guys always leave great comments as well. So shouts to you know all the people that comment and listen to the show. Um, thank you very much, and I hope you continue to you know discuss the show with us. Um, and obviously next week there's going to be um, a little break, you know, because there's a week break of the show and then, you know, the, the finale resumes the week after. So um, we'll be back once the finale airs. Um, but yeah, for now, that's it from us. Definitely leave your comments. Check out the coalition.com. You know, we'll be gonna, we're going to be talking about other TV shows soon, you know, the defenders and everything else uh, we cover video games um tv shows movies you know everything so check out the site check out the youtube page subscribe and yeah um that's it for now thanks for listening everyone